1: kittens it's haunted city on glass cannon radio my name's jared logan i am the game master for this show where we play blades in the dark the game from john harper and evil hat it's a swinging good time with me as always are three people who know how to cut a rug Uh, first let me introduce my number one daddy Ross Bryant.
2: Like, wow, baby, I love what you're putting down there. Ooh, yeah, you got a stack of (laughs) black shellac ready to spin. Ooh, you're gone, daddy, real
1: gone. Speaking of gone, this daddy is out there like I'm talking orbiting Venus. Please welcome Abu Salim.
0: Hey, (laughs) what's (laughs)
1: up? And finally, she's the queen of my dreams. Ah. Josephine McAdam.
3: Yep, you got nothing from me. Hi. Yeah. Hi. This intro, this intro just, feels...
1: Is, uh, does it feel a little cringe or a lot cringe? <laughs> I think
3: it's uh, an intro for Ross, who knows how to... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I me mean,
0: too. I mean, like I mean with the hey sup. I was just really cool and calm about it.
3: Yeah, really, uh, yeah, 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 right, yeah. yeah. You're really cool and calm. I don't know how to be cool or calm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought... You know, it's not It's not really about
1: whether you know how to channel mid-century uh, coffee shop poet. Logo. Yeah, look, man,
2: streaming is like jazz, baby. Sometimes Ooh. it's the words you don't say. Ooh, out of
1: sight. There you go. Exactly. exactly. Ah. Um, well, anyway, uh, welcome, and uh, I'm so happy you're all here, and uh, we're going to play some more Haunted City today. Things are really fucked up. I'm going to go ahead and say... Are we allowed to say fucked up on the Glass Cannon <laughs> Network? Am I allowed to say that the asshole of this show has just been blown out by some of the events that are happening in it? Is that is that okay to say? Josephine's looking at me like it's not okay to say.
3: It's okay. I say it's okay, and apparently... <laughs> That's fine. I'm in charge now. Just let. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, you take yeah, charge. Yeah. Uh,
1: Josephine
2: <laughs> is our standards and practices.
3: <laughs>
2: First Josephine, yikes.
3: could you please call
1: corporate and ask them if I'm allowed to say our assholes have been blown out? Have blown out. Yeah. 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 Jesus
0: wept, man. Uh, <laughs>
1: hey
2: uh this is how uh, we're starting the show
1: yeah i'm trying to find my comedy groove this morning and it's taking me to some interesting (laughs) places none of them hilarious yet but i'm trying to get there
2: hey okay don't judge yourself too harshly (laughs) yeah you're right thank you ross i thought Beatnik intro was great
1: thank you ross i liked it too i liked it i loved it all right, we all. Yeah, we're all I,
0: I didn't. I didn't have a problem with the either. I was. I was vibing. You're but, doing yeah. great. Maybe it's yeah. just your insecurities coming out. You know.
1: Yeah, I am a good game master, <laughs> and it's and it's and it's. I like doing this, and it's fun.
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah man. Corporate does say you're fired, though. Oh.
1: oh no, corporate being Joe O'Brien, but he puts on a different baseball hat. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna wear the blue glass cannon bla- baseball hat today. It means I'm corporate. Uh, well, um, okay, uh, you know, let's let's stop judging ourselves. Let's just kind of try to have a conversation about what's going on in our lives. I, I the, the fans they really kind of want to know what's going on with me. You know, um, <laughs> uh, let's see, have I talked about I recently had a vasectomy? Um, I don't know that you did talk about that on air, but
4: um, uh, <laughs> did, yeah, did you really did
1: you really Jared? Yeah, now, people might say this is t m i but uh, I just want everybody that's watching this uh show about a steampunk heist crew to know that I can no longer sire children on anyone, including my wife sire. Wow.
3: I think um, Sire
1: Children is a nice way to say it, Josephine. Really?
3: I think it's like the um, it's uh, creepy, very, very creepy, creepy way to say it.
0: I think it's very Game of Thrones. <laughs> okay. Plug, plug, yeah, uh,
1: okay, so Sire Children is creepy. I can no longer quicken the womb. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god
1: Yes. Is, is actually f- fantastic imagery yeah and that's another way to talk in Game of Thrones right he's quickened her womb
2: <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> look we've already talked about assholes being blown out we can oh, certainly gosh, talk oh, about like uh, making someone's womb team with your air.
0: Mm. what are you what, with your heir? bruh mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this entire intro is going to have to be re-recorded
2: yeah <laughs> um we're definitely all quite fired. We must all go directly yeah. to jail.
1: Yeah. Joe O'Brien's going to be like, it was awkward, but it was also offensive. I don't know what to d-. go immediately to jail. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I, I'm, uh, I'm no longer in the baby business, everybody. Wow, well, well, I mean, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Abu, are you going to have another child? Man, I'm having 10. Really? Yeah, Whoa, man. really?
0: Absolutely. No, of course not. I'm going to have 10.
3: No, I but you few. want a big fa- big family. Oh, yeah, man.
0: I want, I want an army. I want a, a legion.
3: <laughs> an a, army.
0: A, a legion of of, of, of of mini, mini minimies And, you know, <laughs> get them to do all sorts of stuff. And they can fight each other like Succession. I want <laughs> Succession's TV show to be based on my life. <laughs> i want to be brian cox but instead of him whatever you know i'm i'm a, I'm a good brian cox you get me that's awesome you know, i can't wait to see I you and you're against each other
3: yeah like, i can't and, wait to see the legion i, I can't it's wait to brian. see
2: you as a stern forbidding patriarch <laughs> is good. Yeah, man.
0: yeah same
1: i can see no. the show i can see abu's kids all fighting over his video gaming empire <laughs> i think it could
0: that's be exactly it
1: i think it'd be cool
0: so all I'm, that's all. That's all. That's the only reason why I'm doing this stuff. Is so then they can all be like, "But
1: I'm his best
0: kid." I'm like, yeah, sure. And then, you know, I'll go up to them. I'll be like, you know, you're good, but are you better? And then they'll be like, "Oh no, I don't know." And then they yeah. can fight over each other. And then they can talk about their trauma to, you know, therapists and stuff. And
1: yeah, that's important too with your kids to withhold a little bit of love. You know, that's what you gotta uh, do, man. To make sure that they achieve, you know? But I think it would be really funny, Abu, if they made a TV show like Succession out of uh, your life with your children, but then then you had to audition for it. I think that would be... Oh, that was... <laughs> 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 they're like, sorry, they're going another way, oh, Abu. They're well, going I another way with the Abu role. But he has my name. It's <laughs> my name. <laughs> uh, all right. And now how many children are you having, Josephine?
3: Um... Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Just I at least one. Some people think that that's a rude
1: question to ask, but I think of it more of as an icebreaker. Oh. <laughs> and how many children are you having? I'll say at a party <laughs> when I've just wow. met someone. Do you ever? Do you ever plan to have any? Do you know? Is that something that your aunt asks you sometimes?
3: Uh oh yeah the the family does ask for sure. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, we want to have kids. I think that's part of the um, eventual move back to Europe plan.
1: Great. And I know that Ross is uh, planning on just having some doggos. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, doggos only. I'm a real dog dad.
2: Me and my fur babies are going to (laughs) be... I'm gonna be just fine over here.
1: Hey, this Hubster is a dog dad, so <laughs> give me my dog doggos, okay?
2: Yeah. Um no, I have a my 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 sister has a has a little girl, so the niece is currently taking all of that family pressure off of us for 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 the moment. But yeah, who knows what the future will bring?
0: Yeah, you know what's you know what's what's silly, and I keep thinking about it today. Talking to Lottie about um, you know, the changing of life of having a baby and you know how it like, you know, it changes your life, right? It's a life changing thing. Of course. You know, we're talking about how it's, how it's like incredible, but also, you know, it's life changing. And I said, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a terminal illness. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of looked at me like,
1: I was like, yeah, yeah, yes, I, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, you know, honey, having a baby is kind of like that flesh eating bacteria you know (laughs) anyway um well anyway a thousand years ago this was a land of beauty and magic then came the cataclysm that blotted out the sun and ripped open the gates to the land of the dead the city of duskfall is a metropolis of tenements and factories surrounded by crackling lightning barriers outside the city is a wasteland of the ravening undead inside the city is a teeming hive of scum and villainy intrigue and corruption life is cheap in a city ruled by death. The sun is gone. The only thing that shines in duskfall are the blades in the dark. Yes. Yes. I, well, so, there, was, there was one part that yeah. kind of got caught in my mouth a little bit. The, was it the only thing that shines? There was one part. I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyway, we'll re-record that later. Uh, moving on.
0: Yeah, along with the rest of the intro
2: and yeah. And whatever,
1: and, alright don't,
0: don't, don't re-record my idea for the show about me and the kids, okay, guys?
1: Yeah, and don't, <laughs> yeah. And don't, and don't steal that idea because I'm the executive producer on it starting mm-hmm. now. Okay. okay, great. Okay, so uh, here we are, and by way of a brief recap, our crew, the Remnant, boy, they've been through it, folks. So at the beginning of our season, they were in prison in Ironhook. They, of Ugh. course, uh, they consist of Josephine McAdam as Juliette Bellrose, the leech... And vengeful inventor. Valkos, played by Abu, the Severosi cutter who has a penchant for letting spirits ride his body. And it was Celia Khan, but now it's Echphelia, the vampire who is a gestalt being created when the body of Akapragwody was merged with Juliet's dead lover, Ophelia. So, they were in prison. They got out. A lot of stuff happened. But, long story short, it's time for Ophelia, Juliet, and Valkos to end the little love, love triangle they've got going on. And to do that, they are all planning to destroy each other. <laughs> Juliet and Valkos... They worry about the corruption, the evil brought forth when they created the Echphelia vampiric being. And so they're looking for ways and have found some ways to perhaps destroy a vampire. Meanwhile, Echphelia has the power to listen to their thoughts. And so Echphelia has picked up on this plan and is making moves in order to, well, the plan is to take Juliet's spirit and put it into Valkos' body. And our friend Ekphelia has a countdown clock to get all of the pieces of their plan in place. And I got to tell you, it's got one segment left to fill. So we're very close to all of that happening. But in the meantime, they've taken a job. And the job that they've taken is that the Silvernails, a group of Severosi mercenaries operating in Duskfall, have recently been hired by someone... To go and attack and clear out ghosts that are near a certain section of the lightning barriers outside of the city. This section, this area, is very close to the secret tunnel that Valkos helped to dig while he was in prison. The Path of Echoes, your patron, a kind of cult of high-ranking Duskball personages who allow spirits to possess their bodies to to give them wisdom. They told you to dig that, that ingress into the city, that tunnel, and now that tunnel might be discovered by whoever has sent the silver nails to attack the ghosts out there. So, you got in touch with someone in the Ministry of Preservation who you'd met before on a previous score against the Leviathan Hunters, Lord Dalmore. And Lord Dalmor gave you an exit from the city because it's hard to just get in, out of the, get in and out of the city without the papers you need and things like that uh, to temporarily get outside the lightning barriers. So you know how to get out of the city. But before you went, before you left, Valcos had one more thing he wanted to do. And Valcos went to the Mustang, the inn that is run by the Silvernails, Nails. And I'll let Abu explain to us. What was Valkos exactly trying to do when he walked in there? Look,
0: I was trying to simply say that I was going to deliver to them a prize. A prized hunt, in a way, or like a prized kill, which is a spirit that is within a body. we, 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 We love killing ghosts and spirits and hunting them and and being proud of ourselves right so i was saying like look how about i give you something really really cool if you just you know peace out and leave you know arthur veckers alone but obviously that got misconstrued because you know my guy over here has got me fighting the whole pub of them but, um... <laughs> well
1: i i remember what happened so it did get a little misconstrued and the reason is Valkos went in. He was he was um, intimidating his way up the chain of command, and I think he was talking to a Silvernail captain named Twohand. And Twohand was drinking with him, but then Valkos revealed that Valkos allows spirits to possess. I did not himself.
0: reveal that, man. I said, like, I'm, this is a great hunt. This guy, you know, this we hang out with. This guy is stupid. He's nitty. He's he's the champion." I didn't say
1: I oh, let them ride me, did I? Who remembers Valco's revealing that bit of information to the Silver Nails? Bruh, did I? All right, go yeah. All right, okay, okay. okay go on. Does anybody else remember that? Because that's what I remember. Can, okay, can't wait till playback, man. Can't wait till playback.
3: Well, it, uh, do, I, do I need to bring, put on the judge wig, the gavel, or yeah, get uh, my lawyer? Bring attire? in standards, standards, and practices in here. I I think that what happened was that. Valkos began speaking of how he works with this ghost, this entity, this spirit, and that was misconstrued as works with intimately allows to ride. I don't think he explicitly said that. I think it just got jumped to there. Okay.
1: Well, uh, fair enough. I also don't remember. Uh, Well, I remember every detail. I'm the game master and it would be impossible for me to forget one thing that has ever happened in this show and I can tell you (laughs) that regardless of the exact you know what the actual details aren't important. The point is that Valkos has he's offended the Severosi here they they, uh, working with someone allows their body to be possessed by spirits and Valkos, you know you are a Severosi so you had to have known getting into this kind of topic would be very a very sensitive area and so before you take a bunch of harm prior to a score huh. I'm just going to narrate what's about to happen to you and I want you to tell me the action you use to get out of this because I think I here's what I want to say I think any attempt to use diplomacy with them and get them to do something for you, you're not there. It's not going to happen right now. You're just trying to get out. So, two hand and all of the silver nails pull big, giant, jagged-looking Severosi knives. They start to kind of uh, gather around you in a threatening way, and um, it it looks like you've either got you've got you probably got to escape. Or fight your way out, or something like that, because uh. right now you hear someone say something like, uh, "You know, uh, he he's here to he's here to he's here to trick us. He's trying okay. to yeah." So they so, they know that you're up to something. Is basically.
0: So I'm I'm with Twohand, right? You are. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab him close to me and use him as a shield to get my way out of this place.
1: Okay, great. Yep. So, the that, that, that sounds like what kind of an action role?
0: That is a, uh, let me just look at my sheet. I think that's, um, because it is <coughs> an ambush, I'm going to say it's a prowl. A prowl. Mm-hmm. With close violence, a backstab, throat cutting, blackjack, that kind of thing.
1: You know what? I'm gonna allow it. You kind of like it's the way you move around him, and then suddenly are in position to grab him, right? And I'm gonna push myself. Okay, um, as well too. Well, you. Just, I'll, I'll say this: two hand is uh, two hand is yes, you are pushing outside in, in free play outside of the score. Two hand <laughs> is uh, a tier three character. So, he is a badass. I mean, at at least relative to you. So, you must push in order to be able to get standard effect on this roll. Yeah, I'm going to push. What's my position? Your position is going to be... I'm going to call it... I'm going to call it desperate. You're surrounded by silver nails, and you may have blown your score before the score even begins. So, the... um, the consequence if you fail this roll is that you will go into the score with some harm. Okay. Okay.
0: All right, <sighs> make a devil's bargain?
3: Oh.
1: Yeah, you can make a devil's bargain. Yeah. Let me let me think if I have one. The devil's bargain will be that um Oh, I know what the devil's die, the right? devil's bargain is. If you agree that you lose you lose face with all of the Severosi of the city, like, all of the Severo... Anytime you meet someone Severosi, they've heard mm. of you and don't like you, mm. then you can have Ooh. an extra die right now.
0: Oh, no. Fuck
3: Just that. of the city, though, you know?
0: Nah, man. Allow that. That could, You don't know, man. Then 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 every every score we do, oh, there's a Severosi over there. Anyway, here we go, baby. It's I, the luck okay. of the die. All right, here, here it we comes. go. You ready? Yeah. Oh!
3: Never in my life that's with impossible. Abu's dice rolls oh, impossible. have I that seen is a
0: impossible.
1: Oh, one, dear. two, three. That is three. impossible.
0: One,
2: two, three.
1: So that is a one, two, and a three on that roll. So that means you do take harm. I think in this case the harm will be called sliced and diced, a level one harm that will affect you in some physical and probably also some social actions. And uh, basically what it means is they don't really stab you They just kind of like cut you about the face and neck And on your arm to kind of just kind of make a point They leave some nasty cuts on you And then they kick you out into the street You fall down into the mud Your face is all like covered in mud And maybe there's like some um, animal shit in the street And your face (laughs) just goes right into the animal shit
0: Too far Okay. Uh, it's okay. It's all good. It's all good, you know? Because it's 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 a game, you know, guys. And I like games. Yeah. Games
2: <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah.
4: That, this is why
0: we play the game. This yeah. is exactly why, you know, I spend my evenings uh, just to be covered in shit. <laughs> uh,
3: <I'm just> not <laughs>
1: Okay, all right, but, now, okay, you know what? Uh, there's no animal shit. Uh, you, you, uh, you, you, you get cut up, but then you land kind of cool in the middle of the street. Oh, and, then, right. and then everybody that threw you out of the bar is kind of like, is this guy awesome? But then they go back in the bar. That's, uh, that's great. Regardless, I'm,
2: I'm imagining, like, the way, you know, like, how Zangief looks with all the, like, little scars and yeah. nicks all over him? It's like. Definitely.
1: For sure. Okay, so. The harm is done. The harm is done. That that approach to the Silver Nails did not work. Didn't work. But who knows? Who knows what will happen knows next? Knows. So let's go to let's go to the sunken grotto and let's decide how we are going to approach the score that we've chosen. So, what we okay. know what we know, and what I want to go over the objective and kind of what what you know so far as you make your plan. Okay, so we know that the silver nails are searching around and attacking ghosts right outside of the lightning barrier in Dunslow near Ironhook Prison. Actually, n- near the Big Dig, uh, the uh, the pits in uh, in Dunslow is actually the. Uh, I have to get the exact. The mire, forgive me, the mire, which is that big area where they are uh, mining out ore that fell from perhaps a celestial body many, many thousands of years ago. So that is where Valco's dug his tunnel. That is what the path of echoes seeks to hide from the silver nails. And you also have a way out into the Deathlands. You have a member of the Ministry of Preservation, which who will look the other way. While you kind of get out there I believe that you you got some equipment For yourselves, I believe that you procured Gas masks, which are usually Necessary in the Deathlands Because Mm -hmm. there are just big clouds of ash That blast through the landscape All the time Mm -hmm. And it can be hard to see, it can be hard to breathe So The objective is to somehow get The nails to stop looking Or to never find the tunnel That leads into The mire, okay? So I want to know what kind of plan for this score you guys are going to go with. Is it going to be an assault? Is it going to be a deception? Is it going to be, uh, you know? Yeah, did go you ahead.
3: say? Did you say that we have? We know a way to get out of the city. What, what was That's that again? That's right.
1: Lord <sighs> Dalmore gave you a specific gate where he said he could arrange for the uh the person on guard there to look the other way for you to get in and out
3: okay okay so we have a specific gate to go out of no problem okay so what what are the options again it's assault yes
2: deception social
1: yeah transport transport Um. transport make it happen guys uh transport um, there's a, oh, cult. Occult. Oh, yeah, sorry. at the bottom. Uh, it's, it's on our
3: character sheets, actually, at the bottom. Oh, is it? And Stealth. Stealth is another one. Okay. Um,
0: hmm. I, I think. I think it should be a, 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 a deception.
3: Okay. Hit me out.
0: Hit yeah. me out. Okay. Right. Yep. What if? Right, they're going to expect an assault of this guy over here telling them like hey we're gonna come over and see you guys uh, but uh I think they're gonna of expect to be you know to be met by something or someone or some form of adversity right they've got, they're not stupid so actually I think that they're gonna be on guard on, on on tender hooks I think you know the, the deception act essentially is almost like an like it's like an ambush in a weird way I think we should bury them within the deathlands. Like, bury them alive like I don't know set up some bombs oh. or some shit around them and you know <laughs> I don't know I mean so set, set a trap it's set a trap essentially uh, space, essentially uh, 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 so okay it, I mean it's I mean that's the dece- that's deceiving isn't it
2: yeah I, I guess a, the like trying to get them to walk into a trap could be a deception or an assault depending you know on I mean? how you read it, the letter of the law yeah
0: yeah I don't know what GM how does how does that work if you want to it's like a like an ambush it technically is, is it an assault or is that deception
1: i think it could be either just like our friend ross just said what i think that you could do to define which it is 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 it, does your plan have a point of attack which is the detail for an assault or does it have a method of deception which yeah. is the detail for deception so i yeah, guess if you focus gonna- on the
2: if you focus on what inflicts the harm our our bombs, our 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 spike pit, or whatever. Maybe that's that's the assault. But if we focus on how we coax them into the place where it all goes off, like what that's is the right? How, how, how are, we, how, getting how are we getting them? are we getting them there? Then that's yeah. the that's the more deceptive. I mean,
0: the, the thing is, is that they're in tunnels, right? That's what we've conjured and created. So it's almost like, what if we shut? Them within these tunnels, is are they in tunnels, or are they about
2: to d- discover the tunnel that? Yes, yeah, is, 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 I thought we were above.
1: So, so, but, 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 Valkos isn't wrong. There are tunnels mm-hmm. there, and the tunnels are definitely part of the environment that you could use if you wished. Sure. But the Silver Nails, as far as you know, have not yet discovered the tunnel. They are in that area of the Deathlands,
3: and they are, you know, they, they're getting close. That's why the Path of Echoes has sent you to stop them. Okay, they're getting close and they're attacking spirits just in the deathlands in that area. Yeah, That's right, yes.
0: Okay. And that's why I'm kind of thinking like if we got them within the tunnels, Yeah, you know, the way I'd see it is like, you know, the way that the tunnels are built, like they're, they're built on a straight, let's say they're built in a straight way, right? However, what we could do is we could block them in on one path and continue the tunnel somewhere else. So the idea is that it's just diverting them or burying them alive. So, that
1: sounds like a point of attack, to be honest. Okay, okay. Right, That's so, it? I mean, it's not really about how you're getting them there. It's like the, what you're doing to them.
3: Yeah, you know? we're meeting them because they're going to wander. Uh, the presumption is that they're going to wander in any way.
1: Right.
2: Mm. Okay, or we... ex Yeah. So we're either coaxing them into the tunnels that already exist and sort of trying to wall them off in a little niche in there or mm. excavating... Like a false tunnel
1: that we then trap them in. Can or we do
3: that in the confines of a score?
1: I don't can see why. I don't see why not. Okay. We've had we've had that's we've, true. Well, you know, anything can happen in a flashback, and we've that's had true. scores that yeah. have lasted several days. I don't know how successful that was as a as a. Way of running a score, but certainly a a score is not a compact yeah, amount of time true. necessarily. Yeah. Flashbacks so, can't. And I'd flashbacks. offer, I'd
2: offer that if I don't, I mean, just to kind of yes, and this idea, if if we wanted to do something like that, the Path of Echoes is, is the ones are the ones who initially hired us for this, right? Yes, yes. So, in theory, perhaps since they're in charge of the dig, um, perhaps we could get some. An asset we could acquire right. is some assistance yes. building the trap site yes. from from agents of the other intermediaries from the Path of Echoes. Because we well, already know they've got one or two people in the prison.
1: Well, people are talking a lot, but I think that that's it's starting to become planning. So yeah, why yes. don't we just say... <laughs> why don't we just say... So we're focusing on... Attacking them more than we're focusing on fooling them is that does that seem right? <clears throat> okay, that's right. Okay, yeah. Let's right. Just and 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 the point of attack is a uh, is a false tunnel or a is it a the the real actual tunnel? False tunnel. A false tunnel. Okay, so the point of attack is a false tunnel. That is your detail. All right, I am going to give you one die for your engagement roll to start. I am going to give you two more dice one die is because you kind of know the uh know the tunnel pretty well thanks to valcos uh because you maybe have this backup with the pack of path of echoes or people on the other side inside of iron hook um another uh die because i think it's a pretty clever plan but then i'm taking away a die because the silver nails are a little bit more powerful than you and uh, you right. are operating in the Deathlands, a place that you are not used to operating in. So that's two for your engagement roll. Okay. Are you ready for me to roll it?
2: Yeah. Let, let her okay. rip.
1: If I roll a one, two, three, you're in a desperate position. If I roll a four or five, you're in a risky <sighs> position. If I roll a six, you are in, in a controlled position. Here we go. I rolled a two and a three. Ah. Uh. Oh Remember to use your flashbacks. <laughs> remember to use your resistances. Yep, uh, yep. And let me ask you what your loadout is, each of you. Uh, heavy.
3: So oh, heavy. Yeah, we're going. This is uh,
2: an assault. So, yeah, I think heavy is the way to go.
3: Heavy. Okay. So, here's
1: what I'm going to tell you. Um, you get out of the city through uh, a small gate where there's only one Ministry of Preservation personnel member kind of uh, present and uh, he looks right at you and then just looks away down the down the gateway like he never saw you and you're out. Uh, you know, you go down like several like kind <clears> of <throat> gated, gated corrals like with like high metal and, and stone walls and then finally you come to like this big corroded gate that is like outside the lightning barrier and you push it and it kind of
4: <laughs>
1: comes down and uh, you are looking out at the deathlands what do you see you see little pieces of old buildings and and so much time has passed now that they are really like ruins likened unto if you were to go to Rome and look at what's what's left of the ancient Roman ruins like little bits of doorway little corners of of houses but just the just the the corner is left there are also trees but the trees are stunted snarled gnarled rather and petrified okay some of which have have grown into each other in weird twisting formations as you sit there staring at the Deathlands you see on the horizon a huge cloud of brown dust kind of a, a, a dust storm moving up along the horizon you know that you must head northward to where You are supposed to have a false tunnel that has been dug for you. Mm -hmm. You head northward to where that false tunnel is supposed to have been dug. And it is not there. (sighs) And the next thing that happens is you hear voices through through your gas masks. (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) You hear and they're speaking in Severosi Mm. Uh, and um, just to make it extremely desperate let's see how many of them there are there are are at least nine or ten of them they are on big strong cavalry horses a lot of people in Duskfall don't have horses these guys do they are almost right on top of you. The only reason they haven't spotted you so far is because of the clouds of choking dust moving through this area. And you are standing where a hole should be. And there is just a <laughs> solid wall of rock and mud. Okay. You need it. You need an action right now, or they're about to step on all three. Like the horse yeah. is literally about yeah. to step on you. Okay. So you need an action right now. All three of you can take an action. One of you can be the leader and take, you know, the action where the others kind of piggyback on it. But you need an action. If you do not successfully get out of these guys' sight or do something to them right now, there's about to be a fight with nine
3: tier three silver nails on horseback.
2: Okay. Okay. Um,
3: Have we ever started in Desperate? I think maybe once. Yeah. Okay. Do you still
0: have... Do you have any grenades?
3: I always have grenades. hmm
0: Great. I think we should lob them. <laughs> They're on horse, right? Well, so it's gonna startle the horses, at least. I have a... Okay, go on.
3: I was going to just do a line of fire oil in front of us Perfect. to erupt in flame to stop... To try and rear horses back. Great. That's that's my plan. Okay, so we're creating a huge conflagration with your
1: fire oil in order to uh, scare the horses. Yeah, and get these guys
3: away from you. Yeah, basically, I just want to do a line in front of us.
1: Okay, I mean, so this instead is just- of instead of trying to instead of trying to avoid their notice, you have decided to try to stop the entire. Party of Silver Nails from getting close to you, or you're trying to make yeah. them retreat. What are you trying to do?
3: This is just yeah. For me, it's just sort of stopping the horses in their tracks momentarily. Okay, so instead of avoiding notice, you want to just stop the Silver Nails. Does everybody agree to this plan? Oh man, whoa! I well, I don't know. I thought everyone would do their own actions. Um, <laughs> well, that's fine too. Everybody can do. Their otherwise, own actions otherwise, that they'd like. no. If it's that they don't they don't see us at all right now, they're just. They don't see you on yet. us.
1: Oh. They are running right up on you. And the clouds of dust so far have hid your presence. And we are where, <laughs> and we are
2: where okay. a tunnel that we expected to be here has not been t- dug out or or and, excavated.
3: And otherwise, it's just barren out here. Like, it, is there well, theoretically? Well, I can, I, I can explain
1: a little bit more of the setting. So, where a tunnel should have been dug out, as as uh, our friend has successfully described, you know, there's a there's a um, there's a slope, a slope of rock, scree, dirt that kind of leads kind of upward, uh, and then it sort of levels off, you know, after oh, I'd say a quarter of a mile to where you can see the actual lightning barrier walls, right? Okay. Okay. And then and then in the other direction, away from the city. Yes, it is mostly flat. Okay. It is mostly choked with dust. You see the occasional gnarled twisted tree
3: or piece of ruined building. Okay, well then instead actually if we're not seen, I would I would uh, throw it to the party, how about I drop a smoke bomb just to create more cover and we move to high ground.
0: Sounds good. Okay.
3: Okay. So this is to That's
2: obscure us and yes, to kind to of get us out us. of there.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: So in this case, we are going to use a smoke bomb and get out of the way, right? Get get the higher ground. So what action are we going to use to do that?
3: Is this uh, a group action? Yes. Yeah, I think it is
1: a group action.
3: Um, could it be based on, uh, I mean... The, the, the tough part to me seems
1: getting out of the way. Like yeah. getting getting to higher ground, not you throwing a
3: smoke bomb. Right, right. So right. I
1: think that it should be it should be something to do with that.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I don't really have good movement stuff. Um, What's your prowl like? Zero. Oh. Um, <laughs> well maybe you're not the one to lead it. Yeah, could you remind us how the group actions work? It's been a while. Haha, <laughs> of um, course I can, because I have it right. No, I don't. We're, and I remember, I think we were doing something wrong. I think we I also, also want to roll. read it.
2: We all we did it. roll, one person is the leader, and if anyone else rolls, like, badly, the leader of the action takes stress.
3: Yeah, but there was something john harper messed me out of season there was something hmm. I, I just haven't had well, time what, to- is hi-
1: what does that guy know about it <laughs> listen here's what it says in the book on page 134 okay when you lead a group action you coordinate multiple members of the team to tackle a problem together describe how your character leads the team in a coordinated effort each pc who's involved makes an action role using the same action and the team counts the single best result out of all of you Okay. Ah, However, it, yeah. the character leading the group action takes one stress for each PC that roll a one to three as their best result.
3: Okay. Okay. We take the single best action. So, yeah, it doesn't matter if I don't have any prowl. Um, I have room to take <clears> like, <throat> five stress before trauma. I, I can lead. Let,
1: let me.
0: I can. Oh yeah, you, all right. Fine. You lead then, dude. Yeah, I can.
2: I can <laughs> lead it. This is, the, this is up for a prowl.
1: Right, yeah. so, yeah. I, 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 and I, in a second, I want you to describe how you lead it, but it's going to start with, if I'm ro- not wrong, Juliet throwing down the smoke yes. bomb, right? Yeah. Okay. And now the the dust and smoke around you is even more, more opaque. You know, uh, you guys see yourselves uh, haloed with this, like, thick, thick fog that is uh, blasted out from... Juliet's bomb and how do you lead this group action to get to higher ground um, show.
2: Shall, shall we roll first and then we'll see how well the tactic sure. is
1: Yeah, yeah I fair. guess I just want a little bit of a description like sure. uh, before I'm, you do I'm, that
2: I'm trying to move through smoke um, we're, we've already described this place as being lashed with m- miasmic vapors so there's all kinds of um, smoke and dust in the air um, and so I'm I mean, I'm trying to move through. The, I mean, it's not rocket science. We're trying to use this smoke as cover. So, um, I am I am taking the lead and like walk in my footsteps. Maybe even like taking hands, like a mm. like a link, like yeah. the three of us linked. Um, it's because maybe I can see through it a little bit better. Um, the darkness, the darkness, ah. and the darkness is my element, and, um, <laughs> and so I'm I'm I'm. If they if they just keep their eyes on the ground and step yeah. in my
1: footprints, they'll avoid, like, r- jagged rocks and pitfalls along the way. And did I hear uh, you say we're using Prowl? That's correct. Everyone roll Prowl. Is this uh, desperate? This is desperate. And it is. it will be for standard Oof. effect. i six. Okay, okay now
3: keep in mind when you see this result that we're taking the lower of the two, because I have zero dice. Okay, so our but. leader,
1: our leader, okay, our leader, um, failed. Our our leech failed, <laughs> but uh, Valcos had those Valcos dice and rolled a six. Thank so you. So, so I take a str-
2: I take a stress for Juliet, take, but we y- still succeed.
1: You take a stress for Juliet, but we still succeed. That's right.
2: Because we take we use the six from Valcos. Use the six.
1: That's right. Oh. right. And so the vampire. Your extra senses sort of kick on through that gas mask. You can kind of see more clearly. You can feel life signatures and like heat and, and cold and shadow. And you grab each of them, you grab maybe one of them by the hand, maybe Juliet, and she grabs Valkos's hand. Yeah. Wow, it's the love triangle hand yes. to hand to hand. Yep. And you climb up that hill and you kind of get high enough that you are out of their immediate like eye line, right? And now you can see that they are kind of, like, moving and then sort of, like, looking around everywhere, and um, they appear to see something. They start pointing and uh, and uh, muttering to each other in Severosi, and Valkos, you can hear that they, they say, we've got one. All right, boys, you know what to do. Here we go, and... Uh, suddenly, the party of horses, of which there are nine, by the way, splits into three teams of three, and they start Ugh. galloping toward a point that's actually away from you, like in like a little ruined cluster of old buildings. Okay. Okay.
2: So, we're having to like kind of re-jigger this plane right, on the right, fly. Of course. They're, 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 the trap is not there, um, unless like...
1: Flashbacks take place, but um, uh, you do know the, where. I will just add this detail: you do know where the actual tunnel is. Yeah, right. And, and, and it is probably uh, a quarter of a mile away as well. Okay, like, okay.
0: So they've split I, into three three teams of three, mm-hmm. and they said they've got one, and they've they've just split.
1: Right? They're ha- they're all kind of uh, circling a point you know to to the uh, east of you that it looks like it might you know hide something or there's something in it that they're interested in you could guess maybe a spirit they're ghost hunting
3: let let us take them one group at a time
1: how
0: about you take one group i'll take another ooh very well
3: yes Three groups, one of each of us. I like it.
1: Great, right.
0: that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, of course. Well, you know. Uh, so, so to, to, be, to be clear, it sounds like you are now each splitting up to run after these three teams of three horses. I'm not.
2: I'm reaching <laughs> yeah. in, I'm reaching into my. I'm reaching into my. Uh, my heavy loadout. Um, let me see here. The vampire gets access to a lot of different stuff, like, from a bunch of different, uh, playbooks, and I just want to see what I have here. Um, do I have a rifle? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that Yes, t- I do. I, mean, I have yeah. access to a large weapon. What?
4: In fact, nice. I'm going to
2: tick off the two, um, jits, so I've, I've ticked off two of my six, uh, for the loadout. And um, so, just like out of the heavy load comes like, vroomk, like a barrel, and like, like assembling something, and like I'm—we're on high ground now, right? So I'm going to sight down the barrel of this thing. It's like, yes, Falcons. Uh I'm sure you can—you can, you can handle a Deal with some of your countrymen. And I'm going to draw a bead on um, someone in one of the groups that's that's bringing up the rear, and I'm going to start sniping.
1: Okay, yeah. I, lo- I I love that. So we're gonna we're gonna say that's what Echphelia is doing. So okay. just to set the scene very specifically so that our, our everybody knows how they want to act uh, and uh, refine their actions. So. Um, the three teams of three, they didn't go in all separate directions. All You know, one went left, one went okay. right They're all kind of converging on the same point ahead, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. encircling like this little cluster of buildings. So they are, in theory, within shouting distance of each other. They can wave at each other and coordinate their movements, all right? That's fine. So we can place our friend, Echelia, up on this son of hillside, within definitely within sniping distance of them Juliet. what is your character doing
3: well gosh if they're not yeah if they're not separated like that then maybe we should move together or we draw them apart by being in different places yeah Yeah. okay well then um, then yeah you're firing from up here so then I'll move sort of to another location to sort of try and draw them to split apart I'm gonna move uh, let's say I go to the left
1: Right, okay, so you're you're going to attempt an action where you kind of get, like, that part, the party of three that's the most left to follow you, right? Yeah. To, to pull, I'll, I'll, like, away. fire
3: something off or whatever, to, yeah, at the same okay. time as the gunshot goes off. Right.
1: And, and, Valkos, what are you going to do? I'm going to run into the battleground.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're just going straight in. I'm going straight I'm in.
0: Horse, I'm, baby. I'm, I'm Jenkins,
1: That's what I'm doing. Teamwork. <laughs> Teamwork. Let's all oh. do a different mission. Can I uh,
3: do a yes. reminder? Is that I have ghost mind, which means I'm always aware of supernatural entities in my presence. Just in case a ghost tries to shank me, surprisingly, okay? Uh, that is a that is a really important because what I'm going to
1: say is as you kind of start to uh, you know uh, slide down that scree slope to where you can get into position to distract one section of that silver nail company. You sense from the cluster of buildings. You have this sense of like uh, I don't know. It's it, it's what your how your ghost sense goes off. It's like suddenly it feels like the ground falls out from beneath you, just for a second. Like mm. the, the, oh. the the inner ear balance kind of just goes wonky for a minute, and it's enough of like a jolt that you think whatever's in there might be pretty big. It's, yeah. not your, it's not your normal,
3: oh, give me back my golden arm kind of yeah. And okay? it's like my heart stops for a second for anyone wearing those rings. Yep. Oh, my God. Clock All fast. right.
1: So, Ekphelia cocks the rifle. Juliet moves into position to the north of the cluster of buildings in the Silvernail Companies. Valkos, are you running right into the center of all I'm of it? I'm running
0: right in. I put my Spirit of Bane charm on me, though, so I'm I'm running right in.
3: Oh yeah, oh okay. yeah. We're all wearing those, right? We all we. Yes. Yeah. We're all wearing. All right. Those. Should we near, who
1: who should we narrate first?
3: Mm. Valkos. <laughs> Go for it.
0: Yeah. And Maybe actually, I'll... as as I as as you do, um, what you end up seeing as I'm running down is my. Uh, my jacket just kind of rips off, and you see this huge battle axe just in the back of like a Severosi <laughs> battle axe just coming yeah. out, which is my fine heavy weapon. Oh, which uh, yeah. I'm going to take off my two boxes for right now.
3: Are you shirtless?
0: Yep. Barbarian <laughs> in the Deathlands, baby. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. With, with Just with a gas mask.
2: Shirtless gas, with a gas yes. mask. Shirtless gas yes. mask in a,
0: with, in a, a with, a, with a battle
1: oh, axe. Oh my god. Sick.
3: Mm-hmm. Very Mad Max, suddenly. <laughs> yeah.
1: Lightning crackling. Are you trying to avoid the notice of the other silver nails? No. Absolutely not. Okay. So you hear some shouts like Who's that? Outsider! He's on your six! You know, and you uh, you run into that cluster of buildings and the second you get in you're close enough now that this wave of wrongness comes over you and it it, well, for Valkos, it's a, it's a little bit exciting, right? It's like you, when you get that feeling of like a ghostly presence, like it's almost like it 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 kicks you into overdrive. Like uh, suddenly your adrenaline kicks in and your heart starts beating really quickly. But the thing that you see suddenly in front of you is like an old well that used to be part of whatever this old complex is. And out of that old well, you start hearing na nah, nah. Uh, and uh, and uh, there's uh, some kind of like um, Scrabbling sounds coming up from the well as well Like as of hands or claws Kind of grasping at the sides of it Meanwhile, Juliette
3: yeah, I'm shocked. I, that sounds... I'm just, oh, creepy!
1: The, 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 well, the, the trio of silver nails that you were going to distract, they are um, uh, being, you know, um, motioned at by their companions and, you know, being told basically about Valkos. Yeah, I'm going to throw a grenade. Okay, and this is going... This is the, the, Your goal is to get them to follow you, is that right?
3: Yeah, the three... I'm going to throw the grenade just sort of towards that trio of three. I mean, if I hit them even better but even I mean, if I your, don't
1: I need to know your goal though are you trying to oh. hurt them or are you trying to pull them away
3: are you attacking or are you trying to pull them away I suppose hurting them would would be better
1: yeah we're just straight up attacking okay so what action <laughs> would you like to use
3: um wreck
1: wreck okay oh, nice. that sounds perfect yeah absolutely all yeah. right i'm gonna have you go ahead and roll that action it is going to be risky or uh, it's gonna be for limited effect because they are tier three and it's gonna be for a limited effect against one of them right
3: um grenades are tier three. Oh,
1: your grenades are tier three okay so it'll it'll be for standard effect but okay. it'll still be against one of them if you want to affect all of them you'd have to somehow get great effect. Do you want to push for that?
3: Can I trade and make it desperate?
1: You can trade and make it desperate. So uh, the thing is, in order to time it just right, you have to hold the grenade until the last possible second. Oh, (laughs) my God.
3: (laughs) 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 This might be silly. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, let's make
1: it super desperate. It'll be a level... It'll be a... It'll be a level three harm if you uh, if you fail.
3: Oh, yeah. wait, I'll just get taken out? It, that's not what a level is that, three harm is. It doesn't is. do that? Level three? I thought level I three took you out. Let's make level sure, three, I think everybody. Level you need
0: help. Whereas level four, I think, makes
1: sure. you out. Yeah, you need help. It's not, it doesn't it's not, take you out.
3: Okay, well, but still. <laughs> um, well, my wreck's not that good. I take it back. I, this can just be standard effect.
1: Okay, standard effects. You're going to get one of them. All right, go for it. Okay. And... The consequence, if you fail, will still be harm, but it won't be level right. three harm. Five. How'd you do? Uh, a success five. With the consequence. Success with a consequence. Okay, so success with a consequence, you throw the grenade, it explodes... One of them goes flying off of his horse. The other two rear up trying to fi- figure out where that grenade ca- came from. And I'm going to say that the consequence is you uh, suddenly the the smoke clears and they both immediately see who you are and where you're at. Yeah. And uh, and also... Uh, the consequence is, uh, there's two consequences. Am I allowed to do that? No. The guy was, the guy was thrown. <laughs> Thanks, Ross. The guy was thrown from his horse, but he's not, like, dead, so he starts what? to get up as Wait, well. Wait, but I succeeded at hitting, at killing him. At harming. Just- <laughs> 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 he took a, he took a harm, uh, if he were a player, he'd take a harm, okay, but he's not okay. dead, okay? So, uh, <laughs> that's your role, and now let's go to Echphelia. Echphelia. What do you do? Who are you targeting?
2: I am going to target whoever is... Actually, I'm going to target whoever is closest to me.
1: Okay, so the people that are closest to you are the trio of silver nails that Valkos basically ran right past. You know, who, okay. weren't, who weren't like circling on either side of the buildings. They were just headed straight toward it. So, they are the and closest. He, he lapped them going into, the, like, them into going the structure. He lapped them going in. Exactly. Okay. So... <laughs> You want to target yeah. one of them?
2: Yes, in order to spread confusion and to keep them from from uh, kind of consolidating their power. Yes, I'll, I'll I'll take a shot at one of them.
1: So here's what I'm going to do. I think that you have enough advantage being in a sniper position with a rifle that I would normally say it's just it's standard effect already, not limited. But there's it's the death lands. There's constant smoke and ash pulling through. I think it's hard to target people from a distance in the Deathlands all the time. So right now you have limited effect.
2: Then I'm going to spend a stress to use my arcane sight. This thing that I normally deploy to sense people's feelings and almost hear their thoughts. But this also allows me to see in pitch darkness, sense the presence of invisible things, intuit the location of a hidden object, etc. And I think that etc. includes pierce the veil of Deathlands, um miasmic uh, atmosphere and really get a bead on this uh, individual.
1: Are you trying to shoot one of them and kill them? Yes, I am. What action are you using? Hunt. We're going to find out how that hunt roll goes when we come back after this <laughs> short break. <sighs> We're back. The howling winds of the Deathlands carry a fine cloud of ash into the face of Echthelia as they sight their rifle down the barrel at a silver nail you know hundreds of yards away but Echthelia you're using your arcane sight so I will say that that mitigates the effect problem you were having where you'd only have limited effect you now have standard effect I'm going to call this control Mm -hmm. for standard effect right? Um, yeah so the only thing bad that will happen if you fail is that you'll need to take a different approach or try from a different angle or something like that. All right. Um,
2: yes, yeah, I sight down, and it's just like the arcane sight kicks in, and it's almost as if, like, a zoom effect. <laughs> like, it's my eye moves out into the darkness, and I see my quarry, and I
1: take the shot. Ugh, and I roll a four. A four. Success with a consequence. Okay. Success means that you did, in fact, uh, blast that guy off of his horse uh, with, a, with a bullet. Uh, I don't know if it was to the head like you wanted it to be. I think he's laying there on the ground bleeding out. Mm-hmm. And I'll make the consequence the same as it was for Juliet. The other two silver nails turn and immediately clock where you're at. And they start kicking their horses in your direction galloping toward you they, they can immediately clock where i'm at um well how would you change what i've just described
2: i know i mean i think i'm, I'm sorry i'm not to nickel and dime but I no, like you, if yeah,
1: you feel free to if in order if
2: in order to sight down the barrel of a rifle it took supernatural effort to to, to pinpoint someone and they can just whip around and be like He's right over there. Like, okay. I, I think they know They think they think know the general area, but they wouldn't know precisely where I am.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, you know what? I will accept your description. They, uh, they, the consequence <laughs> Thank you, Your Honor. That, the, the consequence is that they are now looking for you. They are looking for you, but maybe they haven't quite found you yet. Okay? Cool, cool, cool. So, that brings us back to Valcos. Valcos, you have... Oh, let's see... You still have three silver nails coming toward you from, like, yeah, Uh, but the immediate concern might be the thing that's crawling its way up out of this well, because what you suddenly see is the head of a sheep, and then the other head of a sheep, and then another, as a, like, herd of sheep starts to push its way up out of this well, and then you realize that these sheep are not actually separate creatures that they're all kind of sort of stuck together and uh, you see a human hand for a moment <laughs> reach out from among these uh, these sheep like like it's being trampled by them but it also seems to be part of the same entity and I can tell you that there's something horrible happening because certain spiritual entities certain ghosts, are so powerfully wrong. They warp reality around them so much that they can do damage just from you being in their vicinity. Ugh to your to your to your spirit, to your resolve, for example. And so what's happening right now is a you're about to Valkos, one of the one of the toughest motherfuckers in Dust is about to be afraid. He is about to like He's about to fail his sanity role. He's about to, like, start screaming and running away. So I need to know what action you're going to do to handle this sort of spiritual awfulness that is bubbling up out of this well toward you.
0: So, (laughs) I'm Severosi. I've handled these kind of things before. Would I have anything within my knowledgeable arsenal? these guys were about to run in there straight away with with the sense of like, you know, we're going to get this guy, we're going to get this thing. Would I probably have something within, you know, would I, for example, douse myself in ectoplasm or did something which would, which I know would put me in, not necessarily at an advantage, but in a good enough space to handle these sort of ghostly entities.
1: Mm-hmm. You have you you have definitely handled this kind of thing many times before in your life. If there's anybody ready to handle something like this, it's you. Right. So you tell me if it's something you did beforehand or prepare. That's probably a flashback.
0: And I, if, and I yeah, I think that's the thing. I think as a it's 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 like a flashback. I've almost uh, I don't know whether it's I don't know what it is. It's like maybe it's like either a vial or something where which I've drank or. The reason why I am sort of, uh, shirtless and, and topless is because I've sort of <laughs> doused myself in some form of ectoplasmic sort of resistance or yes. some form of like, but which is very, which is temporary. And essentially the idea is that it's like a, not necessarily a deterrent for, for spirits, but it's a way of, you know, I, I guess, they see us also as prey. So the way is, it's almost assimilating myself within the space and within the area.
1: Yes, I I love that. So uh, with a flashback, mm. we can say that you prepared ahead of time. You went, say, maybe to the Path of Echoes where there are a lot of spirits on hand. And they mm. distilled ectoplasm for you out of this like weird still and the distilled ectoplasm fell into like this little this little <laughs> dish, and you smeared it all over your body, and it basically makes you sort of invisible to spiritual entities to some extent. Like they can't really see you or or target you or or <laughs> become aware of you. Um, y- you clock as like another ghost to them because you're covered in ghost viscera, and so um, that flashback is going to cost you. Well, normally that'd be like a three stress because it's like a special Ugh. magical item. But, but before Josephine throws the book at me, you do have the Path of Echoes as an ally and you are Severosi so and you know how to do these things. So I'm going to ca- call it one stress.
0: Okay. So with that, then I am going to sort of. Now, do I, is, again, it's with my knowledge, do I know that it makes me kind of invisible to them? So that means that I can get close to them and almost use them as a, you know, in in the way in which I see it is that I'm running past the uh, the Severosi towards the being to kind of walk with the being and attack with the being as well. So it's almost like I'm under the nose of the being and actually picking off my enemies at the same time.
1: This entity is... This entity is manifesting as like a flock of bloodied sheep. Would you like to get in amidst the flock? I
0: think that's the case. That's the idea is to almost charge within there and then use my sort of, uh, yeah, my my senses to, to, again, not necessarily assimilate myself with them, and also, you know, the fact that I love riding and hanging out with ghosts and riding and doing whatever with them. But oh, the idea God. is that I'm I'm almost moving with them as I'm sort of coming towards the Severosi.
1: So you kind of run directly inside the ghost. That is how stealth you are to the ghost right now. And now you are amidst this like flock of sheep. And you finally see where that human arm was coming from. There's a twisted spirit inside. It looks like of an unclothed uh, man. And the hooves of the sheep keep smashing him in the face. And the sheep keep biting at his scalp. And he's like smiling at you. (laughs) Um, But you are moving with the flock of sheep. And so... (laughs) Let us go back. And and you you are moving with the Flog of Sheep toward the other Severosi. That's what you wanted to be doing, right? Yes. So let's go back to Juliet. Juliet. Okay. um, Now, these guys definitely did see Juliet, right? We said that they saw her. And so they are now, currently they have like these big, nasty looking knives uh, drawn. And they are galloping toward you as fast as they possibly can. And they Mm -hmm. will be on you in this Turn and they will be yes. slashing you. There are two of them. What do you do
3: at this point? Also, I was just wondering do we see the giant spirit thing that has come out?
1: No, it is still, yeah.
3: it is not, it's not
1: giant like okay. marshmallow man. It's like it's still inside that cluster
3: of buildings, it's not larger oh, than that. Okay, it's within the cluster of buildings. Okay, yes. got it, got it. Um, let's see. Um, the third one—it's just the two that are running towards you. The third one's been like knocked off his horse. He's been knocked mm-hmm. off his horse. Okay. Air—you know—at least the air's knocked out of him.
1: Uh, it looks like he's not dead, but it looks like he's kind of like on all fours, kind of catching his breath. <sighs> they are not wearing gas masks. Uh, you know, rail rail Railjack, jacks, and other people wear gas masks out in the Deathlands, but the goddamn silver nails and other Severosi just learn how to breathe out here. Although they do, some of them wear, like, this weird little thing, like, that goes up into their nose and, like, around their face, like a still suit.
3: Okay, so I could do, you know, the normal throwing bombs, whatever, throwing grenades, maybe the logical sort of safe answer, but I kind of want to try something fun. Um, you know, so I'm not always doing the same thing with my alchemicals. I want to try... I want to take my drift oil and I want to spray it into them as they charge me. Well, not as they charge me, but before they reach me, (laughs) ideally, which would, if it succeeds, coat them the drift oil. And specifically, like, it it gives them neutral buoyancy so that they start to drift yeah, we've away. seen this before. We've, yeah.
1: we, we've seen you use this before. Okay, great. Um, so let us. Uh, I, I really, you know, I, sometimes when you guys try stuff like this on me, I really want to look up Drift Oil. Just because I don't.
3: Yeah, trust Drift Oil. Let you. me see. Let me see what tier it is, too. Um, is it Tier 3? It's a tier three. It's an. What is it It lasts for an hour. It's under um, sample special formulas. Special
1: formulas. Okay. Creates neutral buoyancy when poured on an object, causing it to float in the air for an hour. All right. So you'd need a lot of drift oil for this to work on like two horses.
3: Do you you want me to use up two? Yes, I do. Two slots worth?
1: Yes, I do. And I'm going to tell you that you still have... uh, You still have... Limited effect on these guys, and um, because they are silver nails, they're a tier above you. But then I'm going to take it down one more to no effect that you have to mitigate. And the reason why is, you know, drift oil. You usually you pour it onto something directly, like a book on your desk, and then the book floats. Drift oil isn't normally meant to be weaponized, like so. And you you need to you need to figure out how to get above get up to like standard effect somehow.
3: Well, can I bring you back up to limited because Drift Oil is tier three, which matches them? Yes, you may. Okay. So there's that. Um, And in order to get it to standard, um, what's what's our position on this already? Your position on this will be
1: desperate although it's already desperate yeah yeah if they if they if you fail they're going to um Um, slash you with knives
3: then let's push for effect
1: okay pushing for
3: effect you'll get standard so desperate for standard effect what action are you using um i'm gonna do tinker for this because it seems very specific to the materials i'm using Okay, give me those two stress on your stress bar and yep. throw
1: that drift oil double fisted splash. Gosh.
3: How'd we do? It's a success of the consequence. There's a success. There's a four in there. A success. It's not with a great roll. A success with a consequence. Mm-hmm. So
1: here's what happens you toss your drift oil, drift oil canisters. They splash all over the horse's hooves. They splash all over the horse, and the horses start to lift up off the ground, and they can't quite get their footing, and they're kind of, like, spinning, you know, in place. Like, the drift oil can't quite lift them up all the way into the air, but they're sort of, like, spinning sideways in place, and they kick a drift oil canister back toward you, that shatters open, splashing onto you. <laughs> and now one of your legs really wants to stay aloft.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear!
1: Great. So I want you to take a level one harm called floating
3: leg. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay.
2: Restless leg. Restless. Leg Actually, syndrome. it
3: shouldn't be a it's, level it's one just, harm. It's well, just for. It only lasts an hour. It only lasts an hour. Yeah, it shouldn't be a harm that you have to recover. Yeah, and I can get rid of it, but...
1: No, but, like, I don't want you have to, like, recover it. Let's just say, let's just say uh, for the rest of the, the battle, at least, that this is an issue. Until I do issue.
3: something about it? Yeah, yeah, this is an issue, yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah, I've got a, a, s- a floaty
1: leg. You've got mm-hmm. a floaty leg, okay? So, uh, that is you, and then we turn to... Echphelia, uh, I'm going to roll to see how well they're doing at finding you. Great. There are two of them left, but they are tier three. I'm going to give them three dice. This is what they do. They scout in the Deathlands, you know?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And they rolled a four, a five, and a five. And what I'm going to say is they definitely spot you this turn but they, it takes long enough that you can do one thing.
2: Okay, great. Uh, I'm going to take another shot, of course, at them. Okay. Um, at one of the ones that's still aloft.
1: Uh, I, I mean, uh, uh, a or horse.
2: Aloft is now a loaded term. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> um, one of the ones that's still uh, on horseback. One okay, of the two great. remaining ones I haven't yet blastified. Um all right. So yeah, let's 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 just do another
1: hunt shot. But have they drawn closer to me? They are like kind of below you, directly below you, and they're gonna see you this turn, no matter what you do. So, but you get you have time to take one of them out.
2: Great, I'm going to do it. Was this st- standard effect because they're closer to me?
1: Yeah, I'll allow it to be standard effect.
2: Yes. Okay. Here we go. Four again.
1: Four uh, <sighs> success with a consequence okay so the consequence is that after blasting this guy you know these are dustball rifles they're not like united you know our right. world 2023 modern rifles so I think that your rifle jams and you'll okay. need to maybe just suggesting an action tinker with it or something to get it to fire again <laughs> uh, but you do blast this guy before that happens bang and he goes falling off his horse and now the one guy that's left looks up and sees you, and instead of seeing fear or confusion, you see a hunter eyeing its prey as he spurs his horse up the slope toward you. Meanwhile, back in the cluster of buildings, Falcos, you're crawling along with this dead, decomposed corpse crawling beside you, muttering and laughing. All around you are these uh, bleeding sheep that are actually some sort of spiritual manifestation and they are about to burst out of the cluster of buildings to where the silver nails are waiting for them do you just continue to go with the flow
0: so i've noticed that the silver nails haven't come in right
1: no they're kind of they're kind of reaching the entrance at the exact time that this ghost is bursting
0: forth so i'm going to do another flashback I'm going to uh, say, you know, maybe that I spoke to uh, Juliet and, you know, within my arsenal, maybe got a a smoke bomb um, that I've I've gained. And the idea is that with that smoke bomb, I'm going to throw it out so then it confuses them. But obviously, because the spiritual entity as itself doesn't necessarily hunt with eyes, it hunts with its soul, its being. I will follow and move with, with them, and, and pick them out one by one through the through the smoke bomb. Now, this smoke bomb—can I can I say can I maybe like alter it a bit and say like oh, it's man. not because I know that the Severosi do not um, need gas masks. We have them specifically for the Deathlands and all toxic fumes. So there's something about this bomb, maybe that
3: let me, gives
0: it, that makes it, you know, makes them cough or splutter.
3: Well, let me tell you, that's they already do. They already do. They right. make it difficult to breathe and they sting the eyes. So I think a, it's
0: adding yeah. adding that effect as well to them.
3: All right. So
1: uh, I just want to see the scene where Juliet handed you the smoke bomb. <gasps>
0: Okay, so I kind of I come in all sliced and diced I'm Like, um It seemed that uh, No, I know I, I tried to Look, I'm, I'm trying this thing where Um, I I try and talk My way out of problems Oh,
3: radicose, I know radicose. it's not a very
0: good idea, but listen There's something that We need to prepare for our people when facing them out there in the the deathlands it's you see the severosi it's not about physical strength that makes us potent when it comes to fighting spirits it's the mind and that is a mixture of breathing a sense of not confidence No fear when it comes to the eyes of death. However, when we begin altering that breathing, that technique, it'll all come crashing like waves onto a beach. So when we're out there, if we do engage them and say the plan doesn't go to what it needs to, what needs to happen, don't fight them straight on fight their mind which is why I was wondering if maybe you had something that would alter their breathing or something that would put them get them second guessing on their movements say be it
3: I open up my trench coat and I say would you like a smoke bomb or perhaps would you be interested in some drown powder
0: (laughs) I would actually like what's in between but, of course, I'll take the smoke bomb.
1: <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Um, can I make a suggestion as the GM? Go on. I think, Juliet, that uh, you guys, through this interaction, through that excellent description, Valcos, of, of how the Severosi method works with the breathing, you think that a normal smoke bomb might not throw them off because they breathe through ash all the time. But if there was mm. something really distracting or different about the smoke bomb, it would throw off their like concentration technique. And so Juliet, maybe you know how to make a bomb that smells really weird? <laughs> mm-hmm. Or oh, does God, some so f- other kind f- of perfume. different thing a sm- Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and
0: I would and I say like, you know, it's it's it, I think like it it needs to be specifically, you know, that The smell needs to be something of.
3: Yeah, like I mix the skull fire within it because that's what it. it Creates toxic fumes that causes incapacitating migraines. So maybe we mix some of that yes. skull fire with the uh, feels like you're bomb. like a
1: kid making a suicide. You know what I mean? <laughs> where you put the sprite and the coke and the uh, grape soda <laughs> all together. Which is good
3: because skull fire is tier three, whereas smoke bombs are only at two. So right, maybe the skull fire would. Valco's take one stress, and you have this bomb.
0: Brilliant. I'm going to use my wow. finesse. Toss it um, out Very the door good. just as we are coming out of the uh, out on mass as the sheep's.
1: Now it is tier It is a tier three bomb, but as there is a lot going on, including you know you trying to move and stay hidden within a, a flock of ghosts, and uh, you know just so, and you're trying to get three guys at once. I'm going to say that right now it is limited effect.
0: I'd, 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 okay, could I could I change that? I'm not necessarily being hidden. I think they can see me within. Oh, you're, ju- you're within jumping the ghost. out now.
1: You're like jumping out yeah. and throwing this. Okay, yeah. no problem. Um, I'm going to say standard effect, meaning you will definitely get one guy. If you get a crit, you'll get all three. Okay. Mm. Okay. Time like to roll dice. You could push for great effect, and then you get all three. Yeah, I'm going to push for great effect. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> take.
3: Too stressed. Don't you have an okay. ability that could also just where you could take uh, stress for it?
0: Well, technically, yeah, it's not to be trifled with, and it m- puts me on equal footing with a with a small gang.
3: But so, it does not allow you
1: to finesse mm, little bombs that right, way. Right, it's right. like a no. it's like a brutal fighting it's for thing.
0: skirmishing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there we go. So I'm just gonna okay. go for great effect there, and then here we go. Go
2: to
3: oh, six. That's yeah. a six. Of course you did. I think you're rolling the only sixes we have.
2: <laughs> oh, the rest of us are scraping by.
1: <laughs> you toss. Uh, you, you actually You actually roll it really kind of specifically in, to one point that you're aiming for. You jump up out of this flock of horrifying ghosts. Their eyes go wide. They didn't expect to see a living human just in among the ghosts. You toss the bomb. It lands right at the hoof of the center horse, bang! It goes off because it has the skull fire poison in it. It's like a red mist that blasts out. It becomes like a red confetti, and it's going into their noses and mouths. And they're going ah, ah! And they're pulling out their breather tubes, and their horses are rearing back, and they are completely thrown into chaos. Long enough for you to take another action when we come back to you in a moment. But right, right. now, oh, yeah. we are talking to. I think it's back to Juliet again. That that makes sense, yeah. right?
3: Yeah. Okay. So Juliet,
1: these uh, guys are floating now, though. Yeah, their horses are floating. Yeah, I I don't know. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll fortune and see if uh, if you get a if you get like a high roll here. I uh, what that was a tier three bomb, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, the, uh, drip, oil the drift is, oil. Yeah. yeah. Tier three. So
1: tier three. I, I'm going to go ahead and roll three dice, and if you get some really a really high roll, then you got all of them and they're all floating. If you get a, like a lower roll, then you just got the horses. And I'm rolling a one, a two, and a four. I think that there's still a guy who manages. Guy? Okay. Yeah, there's a guy. He manages to like unhook himself from his saddle, and then he falls like thunk onto the ground, but he's up again right away. Okay. And he begins running toward you.
3: Of course he does. Okay, um then (laughs) Yeah, time for the second bandolier. Little baby. Well let's just let's just throw some old let's just throw some old fire oil on him. This is just a big old damn fight out in the middle of the
1: Deathlands, is what this is. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, as it a should woman. be, right? Yeah. Okay. You're gonna throw some fire oil on him.
3: Fire oil? Well, let me check. Let me check the tier on that. Yes, yeah, fire oil, tier three. Okay,
1: it's tier three. So uh, we'll say that that mitigates his uh, his higher tier than you. Let's call this risky for standard effect. If you succeed, he will catch on fire. If you many skirmish
3: here. Since we're yeah.
1: kinda Yeah, you could do skirmish, I'll oh, allow skirmish. So uh here you've been training in that. Yeah. The <laughs> consequence if you fail is that you will be in melee with him in such a way that it will be impossible to pull bombs anymore. It'll right, be like right, yeah. it'll be, I won't you'll have be my, in full yeah. full
3: knife fight situation. Right. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Risky standard and Hey, a six, baby! A six. Ah, ah! The guy is like uh, uh, uh,
1: fully on fire now, like running around. It's like an action movie from the seventies where they got these stunt guys to do that kind of thing. Ah, ah, ah! And of course, there's not a lot of water out here in the Deathlands, so who knows what's going to happen to this poor soul? Um, but he is—he's in a bad way and uh juliet there's only really like uh the other guy is like floating up with his yeah, horse like unable to get his feet on that. the ground but there's a guy that you knocked off earlier and <laughs> it looks like he's getting to his feet okay uh yeah so
3: can so uh, in this time like while he's getting his feet can i can i just pour some alkahest on my leg oh yeah um I, it'll use up a slot, and I'm running out of alchemicals. Com- almost. Yeah, completely. you can
1: use this time while he's getting to his feet to pour alkahest on your leg and stop it from floating anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. Uh, let's go back to Echphilia. Echphilia. <clears throat> this guy is coming up the slope toward you, and um, he is actually—he's uh, actually drawing a, a firearm as well. This one being a handgun of some sort. And is kind of trying to pull up beside you on the horse and uh, fire on you execution style. Okay.
2: I would like to jump uh, from this high point and uh, come down on this person with all my weight and unhorse him.
1: Okay, great. You uh, can attempt that. So uh, you're jumping to unhorse, okay, and you're from a high point. <laughs> Um, let's call that risky. Okay. For standard effect. Okay. Right? I, you will lo- have unhorsed him. You will not have taken him out of the fight, but you will have unhorsed him if you succeed.
2: I'm looking at so the fi- the letter of Prowl is uh, Prowl about unseen traverse obstacles, climb, swim, run, jump, ambush. Uh, with close violence, which I think prowl is what I'm gonna go for. but yeah. I also have this terrible power trait. So <laughs> um, I think this jump is not a regular roll. I'm lo- I'm just like humping it up over the lip. This is like the f- of the of the of the high point. This is like matrix style. I like boom like go up. Uh, cloak fluttering around me and almost out of sight (laughs) to an insane height and I'm just coming down like a lance out of the sky to crash into this person.
1: Okay. So that will increase
2: the effect.
1: Okay. Yes, it will. Uh, Great effect. That will take him out of the fight. Um, But if you fail, fail, I'm just going to say that you are going to be put in a worse position if you fail. Meaning like You'll be on the ground and he'll be above you with the gun, right? So, th- uh, okay. If you fail.
2: Um, all right. So, I've I've taken the stress to trigger the, um, power, going to great <laughs> effect. Here we go. It's
1: uh, <gasps> a failure. A three, three, easy, three, two, and a two. Nice. So, uh, what happens is you jump up into the air, and he's a quick. He's a quick draw. This guy's a gunslinger. And as you were coming down, he's firing upward. Now, he doesn't hit you, but it causes you to kind of shift your weight at the last second and smash. You hit the side of that hill and you kind of slide down it. And you're kind of on your face and hands like with like bits of rock, like inside your gas mask with you. Okay. Like uh, your hands are a little bloodied. Your chest is a little bloodied and your your clothes have been ripped. And now he is able... He's still on his horse and he is aiming at you and he's about to pull the trigger. We're going to come back to you. We're going to go back to... Woo! Valkos. Valkos. <laughs> um, you have these guys kind of on the ropes for a moment. They're in complete chaos, trying to get their breathing back, trying to uh, trying to do something. The ghost uh, around you is now starting to reach for them. Like Even though the corpse inside the flock of sheep seems to be just one man, all of a sudden a lot of different human hands are reaching out from among the sheep to grab the legs and the hooves of the horses and pull these uh, silver nails down into the flock. Mm
0: -hmm. What are you going to do? I'm going to go for the horse which has the least attention or the the rider for the least attention. Pick them off and take the horse to go back to my friends. I'm going to let the ghost handle these three.
1: Okay. Great. So uh, all you want to do is pull off the rider and hop on. Is that right?
0: Basically, yeah. It's like in one in a movement of you know of this disarray this and this discombobulation, this just kind of go on the horse and like kick the rider off, go on the horse and go in the dire- go in the direction with a you know because I I'm a focus, I'll be able to focus the horse to the direction of where I want to go to.
1: Controlled for standard effect.
0: Mm. And I think I'm going to be using. Probably it will be prowl because it's move it's traversing objects. Okay. Uh, if you fail
1: stone, if you fail it just means that you haven't managed to get on the guy's horse, he sure. fought you off, and you'll have to try something else. Sure. You oh, fail. What? You fail. Oof. Turning and so um oh no what ha- basically happens is that this ectoplasmic entity gets in your way like you were trying to uh, grab the guy who the ghosts didn't have a hold of yet and they've got a hold of everyone now um, <sighs> okay That's and fine. including including you but it is incidental right like they're not trying to grasp for yeah. you because you're covered in your yeah. camouflage but like just because they're grabbing the same guy you're grabbing like you're all tangled up with them right now oh okay all right, let's go back to Juliet. Juliet, uh, this guy gets to his feet while you're pouring alkahest on your leg. He sees you. He pulls like a hatchet off of his belt and is running toward you, screaming in Severosi, about to bring the hatchet down on your head. What do you do?
3: I'm pulling out a blade of my own.
1: Yeah, here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: I'm going to... What would I have? Ooh. Um... I'm just reading the description under this, like, item in here, and the last one is a heavy butcher's cleaver. (laughs) Great. I'm going to pull out a heavy butcher's cleaver, and I want to try and catch him before he catches me. Axe
1: fight! Amazing.
3: I skirmish this up. You
1: can, but it's going to be desperate, meaning someone's going to take a harm here. Desperate for... um, I think this is so cool. Desperate for great effect. If you succeed, you're going to take them out of the fight because it's uh, axes. There's not a lot of nuance to that weapon. You know, uh, if you hit, you really hit.
3: (laughs) Okay. um... Sorry, sorry. All right, here we go. Yes, it's a six. So proud, I'm so, yeah. oh. so proud,
2: amazing. You,
1: you know, uh, Juliet, I have to tell you. Give me your dice. I have to tell you, Juliet, your axe actually doesn't manage to hit the other axe. Instead, it hits the wrist of the guy's hand that's holding the ass, axe and lops it right off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> His uh, hand good. goes flying, blood squirts out onto the uh, dusty, dusty landscape. Uh, there are just, like, wet black spots where his life force is bleeding out into the dust, uh, and he falls to his knees screaming and sobbing. Sister. Violence! Ultra violence! Yeah! Okay, uh, nice work, Juliet. and that means that all three of the guys that were on you have been neutralized now we go to our friend Echphelia. Echphelia, what's happening now is that this man is firing on you at fairly close range cool yeah what do you do but i can of course do something (laughs) of course that's why i'm saying what do you do what's your action great um
2: You you sort of narrated it where I like fell down And I'm now kind of like face down On the ground That's right Um, And this gun is being cocked right behind me About to put a bullet into my back
1: Yep Oh god Uh, Probably your head, these guys don't fuck around Yeah, um I'm gonna tick off On
2: my, uh On my loadout throwing knives Yeah (laughs) Um I'm I'm down like oh god I'm so I'm so feeble I've what a terrible terrible injury my leg's probably already broken this is a mercy killing if anything um, is how my body seems is twitching and writhing on the ground but that's just me um, charging up like a coiled spring as I whip around to try to beat his trigger with this blade that I'm gonna throw right in his eye
1: okay oh so it's knife versus bullet. And it's high stakes. It's going to be desperate, and it's going to be for oh, let's call this for great effect. This is a this is a duel. Yes. Uh, all right. Oh my now, god. Now here's the thing. <laughs> I I really want to make things interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think that this should be for the, the harm you're going to take if you fail is a bullet yeah. to the head, right? If you say so. Okay, and a bullet to the head seems like a level 3 harm to me. It does. Okay, so if you fail, you're going to take a level 3 harm. If you succeed, you're going to take this guy out of the score. He's done. But
2: I've looked it up. A level 3 harm does mean I can't do anything until unless helped or I like push myself. But
1: Right, and as a vampire, you're the only member of the remnant who could push yourself after being shot in the head mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean the
2: armor comes into effect also when you take these a- sorts of absolutely, arms
1: absolutely absolutely Yes, but,
2: and, and we are we ha- we are wearing things on our heads these masks and which may include helmets um, but you have we'll, a lot we'll, of options we'll yeah, cross I- that bridge when we get there I want to say I want to employ this you're saying it has great effect it will have great effect. Um, I'm going to push myself, of course. Okay, great. Can I may have this be a finesse roll since I'm trying to whip
1: whip around? Yeah, I'm just remembering, though, this guy is tier three, so it's probably going to be standard effect. In
2: that case, I will also uh, use my uh, terrible power to bump the
1: effect up. Okay, great. What Do you have to spend stress for terrible power? Each time. Okay, One great. stress per use. Okay, now we are at Desperate for Great Effect.
2: Desperate Roll. for Great. I pip- Oh, wait, and I'm pushing myself. That's another two stress, right? Or one stress? That's another two stress. Okay, stress is pouring like water <laughs> through my hands. I'm at Great, but I get the extra die. And if I don't, I get shot in the dang head. Here we go.
1: Success. With a consequence. That's a five, folks. Success, but success, that's the, but success that's, you that's know. highest success. of four dice. With a consequence. Instead of a level three harm, uh, please take a level one harm called Flesh Wound. As his bullet goes wide and just kind of scrapes against your side, and you put the knife right into his eye. Chunk! and deep into the cavity of his skull right into his brain. And he sort of, like, uh, shudders and convulses for a moment and then flops to the ground in the gravel. Excellent, yeah. And But the gun, yeah, like,
2: goes off and, and strikes me as this, like, whip of a hand goes around with, like, insane speed and, like, puts this blade right in his eye socket. But also, I will, I will tick off one armor so that is... That no reduces harm. my level one harm to no harm.
1: Nothing. Oh. Very well
2: done. Very that's well how it done. works. hmm When you tick off one of the armor chits, yeah? it reduces the harm by a level.
3: Oh, fantastic to know.
2: <laughs> um, and that, I think, is all the loadout I've got. So I can't add oh. anything else.
1: Oh! Hey, I'm so proud. I finally made someone use all of their loadout. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Jeez. Okay. Uh... Well, you chose to really. I didn't make. Oh, wait, you do I've got anything. one more. I've got one more. <laughs> okay. Okay. One more thing. Uh, uh, I, I do. I, I just liked that all of the equipment's getting used. Okay. So hey, hey, man. I never would have thought this was true, but the the rest of the remnant have taken out their guys. The only one who's <laughs> not not is Valkos. So Valkos, <laughs> Valkos, you're not in a desperate position yet. You're no. just like really tangled up with this like harness. <laughs> this guy on a horse and this ghost that's trying to like pull him in mm. so I guess what the, the, the problem you're about to have happen is that um, fighting is going to start going on between this ghost and this guy well all three of these guys they've kind of recovered from your fire poison kind of mm-hmm. go, you know bomb yeah so they're all going to start fighting with the ghost which means they they're, they're going to potentially catch you in the crossfire
0: yeah, I'm still gonna try and get out of this mess.
1: How are you gonna How are you gonna get out? What axe are you gonna
0: use? I'm gonna take the horse. I'm gonna keep fighting. So with this, I think it's 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 another aim of again, sort of. I think it's gonna be a skirmish this time. So, so the guy who's on the horse, um, and I, I wasn't able to untangle. I'm gonna use my axe to essentially just whip off and just cut him off, and just go on the horse
1: and get out of there. Okay. So here's what I'm going to rule. Yep. If if you fail, your ability to get on the horse and ride off is gone. If okay. you fail, like it's going to be a fight between you, the g- the ghost and the guys, right? Okay. That's the position you'll be in, all right? So it's a skirmish. I think that this is going to be risky okay. for standard effect. You will get okay. on the horse if you do this. <sighs> 6. Yes. There it is, a 6. Yeah. So, uh, you're kind of you were kind of trying to just push the guy off and climb up and then you're like, the hell with this. You pull your axe and you just, like, <laughs> smash, you know, like, chop his side. And he goes, ah, and falls off. <laughs> and you hop on, and, and the ghost is, like, kind of, like, ripping at the horse's flanks. Not in a violent way, because it would never do anything nasty to a horse, except make one float. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but the, the ghost is, like, trying to grab it, but Valkos, yeah, you uh, kind of head out. And now all of those guys are tangled up with this ghost, and they're out fighting this strange entity, uh, and they have lost you, Valkos. You are able to now drive your horse back toward your friends. There are no immediate combatants. What would you guys
3: like to do? Yeah, question. Our, Our objective, was it to not have them discover the tunnel, or was it to stop them from attacking spirits?
2: I think it was to neutralize them entirely. I feel like yeah. okay, okay. Get rid of the problem. And, and how rid, many get rid of the problem is how evening. many
3: are left in with the sheep spirit. Three. Oh, only three. Okay.
0: So I'm going to ride back to my friends. And essentially say, um, you know, I, I throw three. I look at the massacre that they have all left, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, who am I? But uh, yeah, you just see me sort of indicate to you guys that there are three still going on my okay. side as I kind of ride as I ride back to you. And then yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn around and sort of just watch and see what this ghost who wins between the ghosts and the Severosian I'm going to like like a vulture and sort of pick off whatever's left off
3: as you as you ride by me though I'm going to put my arm up as if to be like bring me up on this horse yeah
0: and I'm going to do that yeah Oh, yeah. Smooth. And Smooth. the
3: horse is going to go up on its hind legs <laughs> like hi-ho
1: silver. And, uh, the bolt the, of lightning crashes behind yeah. you at
0: that very moment.
1: Well, yeah, I think that they have a little bit of slivers of sun that are left because there are shards of sun that glow weakly during the day in, in, the, in this empire. Uh, it shines behind you as you rear up on the horse. And the only thing I'll say before I make the fortune roll to see how the ghost is doing versus the Severosi... Is that you now, Juliet, your ghost mind is picking up more blips. As uh-huh. if more more things are sort of being drawn to this entire conflict. And you can kind of see out of various other ruins and trees, dark bodies slinking forth.
3: Okay, and I, I'm going to sort of convey that. I guess I'll shout to Echphelia since I'm next about. There are more coming! Okay, okay.
1: Let me see. Here we go. So this is the raw. I'm going to make fortune rolls. I'm going to make a fortune roll uh, for both the ghost and the Severosi. Here's the one for the ghost. It's high roll was a five. Here's the fortune roll for the Severosi there. The Severosi rolled a six.
3: Oh,
1: Oh no. So as you're watching Valkos, you watch as your countrymen, They get a hold of themselves, right? Like, even without a horse, like, they quickly work as a team, deploy this kind of, like, net between them, and start to get it around this weird entity. And now they're pulling the net tight, and the amount of sheep is kind of decreasing, and it's sort of, like, merging with the guy as they sort of, like, pull the net tighter around this ghost. They seem to have it trapped meanwhile juliet you can see like walking toward your horse like a uh humanoid figure but with like a chicken's head uh and it's sort of like Uh eyeing you with like it's weird bird eye
3: as it sort of heads toward you and then um blood. Well, the, the podcast bl- is never going to get the head gesticulations that Jared is doing while he says it's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. Frighteningly accurate uh, chicken pencil.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Really, really what on g- point.
1: Let me just say uh, Jared Logan was raised in West Virginia. His, <laughs> his, his pap owned a farm and I had many, many opportunities to <laughs> view chickens close up and realize that they are terrifying nightmare fodder perfectly appropriate for a dust ball ghost. And so um, (laughs) this weird chicken-headed entity is uh, moving toward you. You can see other entities sort of uh, moving through the dust. You can't quite see what they are yet. What do you guys want to do? I'm going to rule that, Ekphelia, you're still a little ways away. You're within shouting distance. The other two, you can talk uh, perfectly fine with each other. What do you guys want to do?
0: So, what attracts ghosts? I should know this, right? What's a a bait for ghosts? I was thinking this too, yeah. Ghost attractor. Would would I I say, would it it be not necessarily ectoplasm? Would it might be like, I don't know, human blood or something? I don't know.
1: Yeah, you know, definitely like outpourings of emotion tend to attract them, which Hmm. is like another way that the Severosi, you would know this, the Severosi like they try to remain so calm that they're not actually acting like a beacon for ghosts to go after, right? That's Mm. like part of the technique in all that breathing as well, is to not get emotional because when you get emotional around ghosts, not only are they attracted to you, they tend to get more unpredictable
0: So this is what I'm going to do, I'm going to turn to Juliet and be like, do you trust me?
3: I trust you
0: I need you to think of a time where you felt most vulnerable most desperate that moment that you saw Ophelia slip away from you I want you to feel that harbor that place that within you let that be your, your beacon feel it and tell me and, that, and I kind of can I see that in her eyes that it's, it's triggering can I see the ghosts as well kind of reacting to that
1: well Juliet are you doing that
3: yeah and you can feel her heart Start to like, race as you're describing it, and her eyes like well up with tears. She, she even this,
2: even the spirit of Ophelia is like looking of, like, feeling, like, lifted and drawn towards this emotion as it's... She, she loved you.
0: She cared for you. She, ha! And you hear me just hit this horse, and I'm just running towards the Severosi, drawing all of these ghosts uh, towards...
1: Yeah. I'm his... like
3: crying behind
1: <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, and these ghosts, like, immediately, like, the, the spike of emotion is so strong that these ghosts, I mean... Well, I think what I want is an action role. and I think you know what action it probably needs to be. And I think that either Juliet or Valcos can make the roll.
3: Wait, what does it have what to be? What role
1: would it be? Well, you're dealing with ghosts,
3: oh, so it'd have God. to be a tune, right? That's, that's
1: it doesn't not have me. to be. You can use any action for any role in so Blades I'm gonna in the gonna Dark. Use,
0: then I'm going to use I'm going to use finesse because it's a, it's an employee subtle misdirection and. If 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 uh, Juliet um, would would that technically be a, an assist as well?
1: It would be an assist
0: if that's of course you're okay with taking. It does stress. Yeah. sound
3: like it, it does sound like it caused Juliet some stress to do that, right? It, yeah, yeah. I'll assist. Okay. I'll take a stress so, for sure. That makes so sense.
0: What would my position be?
3: It's such a great plan and so
1: beautifully described that your position is controlled. Okay. And your effect
3: will be great.
0: Okay. Brilliant.
3: Oh! Gonna... Wait. Oh, no. Shoot. I was looking at an old roll getting excited prematurely. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Here we go, guys. Here we go. <laughs>
3: oh, five. Okay. 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 So Success many dice, with... too.
1: Success with a consequence.
3: I, I
1: have a. Do like, you have a suggestion for the consequence?
3: Well, just a consequence. Well, I might just be to Juliet, which I feel like maybe if you want this the consequence to be to Valcos then I just think that she's crying so much that like at a certain point she'd like rip off her. Oh my god. Gas mask. Mm, yeah. Uh, okay, great. Okay.
1: Uh yeah, do you want the consequence? Do you want to take the consequence? I
3: just feel like, you know, I'm caught up in the RP, of it. I think that that would happen, and it seems well, like a pretty I, big consequence.
1: I said that this was controlled, right? Oh, so, yeah. So it means that, you know, even the worst thing that could happen to you is you would have to kind of reposition yourself or something okay,
3: like that. Okay, okay, okay. Then uh, I'll uh, strategically hold off, but, but if, and I'm okay, like... but
1: if you do that, I think what... Oh, you know what? I think this is
0: going to be great. Actually, if you do that, right, and I can see probably that you're slipping... I'm just gonna hold you tighter as I as we're as we're going, and I think I they really
1: can see this. <laughs> oh yes, there Enjoy we go. It. There's our consequence Enjoy right it. there. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but what I can tell you is that you ride the horse right between these guys that are already fighting one ghost, and they are suddenly swarmed with. Oh, that's uh, 15 more ghosts. (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) 15! (laughs) Yeah, and there's only three of them. So three on one, big one was no problem, but they're out of nets. And you watch as even these great Severosi hunters are dragged down onto their knees and then onto their bellies. And these creatures are um, like, uh, affecting them emotionally finally their, their, their composure breaks these hunters and you hear them screaming in Severosi please please will my ancestors watch over me why are you letting this happen forefathers as these uh, horrifying ghosts are dragging them toward the well they're Whoa. dragging them back toward the well do you stand there and watch them die or do you do something
0: no, we go out. We leave. I kind of, I take my, I, I direct my horse towards. Um, uh, could I take one of the maybe the other ho- like stray horses and kind of try and maybe, maybe? Oh, fuck no! But you're crying on my horse. Yeah. Um, it's almost. I think. You know what? Fuck it. Actually, we're just gonna we're just gonna book it. <laughs> and Akphilia
2: is gonna gonna leap up You're on the horse.
3: You're Wait, I'm gonna well, say as you, like, gonna leap
2: up on the horse of the person whose eye they just gouged, and like, you uh, know, see if it, yeah. if Akphilia can keep pace with you. You've and, roused
3: up these emotions, and I'm like, you can't, you you can't leave her. You don't mm-hmm. leave her. And I'm like, almost like hitting against your back. I'm just riding,
2: mm-hmm. and Ophelia feels drawn to you, Ophelia, the spirit of Ophelia inside a Capragodi is pulled, and the uh, galloping hooves of the horses in, in in the head. Just 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 hear them sort of transform into the like dum dum of the heartbeat emanating from that ring, of your two <sighs> of your two hearts in sync. And every heartbeat is a stab in my back, but it, it's it's all right. It's all right. Wheels are in
1: motion. Enjoy this pleasant scene while you have time. And that's where we will end for today. Ah! This has been Haunted City with the incredible players, Josephine McAdam, Abu Salim, and Ross Bryan. I'm Jared Logan. Thank you. We'll see you next week when I think this is all going to finally all kind of come to something of a conclusion, this uh, this whole situation. Uh, We love you all. Good night. Bye.